to NURFM where we are talking travel thanks to our sponsor Travel World on King and Sally Lucas it is Remembrance Day it is Remembrance Day and I thought there are so many wonderful programs that you can undertake now if you're interested in military history, naval history, etc., where you can get to some of these areas and just try and, I guess, soak in what it must have been like for these wonderful young men who put their lives on the line for us so many times over so many years. And um, left our shores and well, did it a long way from home. And they really didn't know, had no idea what they were going to be confronted with. And I was reading an article the other day by um, someone who was in the Vietnam War and said that he still can't believe that they did what they did to just be running into a barrage of, of gunfire and whatever and charging up a beach with no real cover or, you know, that's not how wars are fought so much. To, I guess in this day and age and he said it would have been so terrifying and you can just imagine it must have been so I think when we say we shouldn't be remembering war and a lot of people have got different opinions on that but you've still got to remember these very young men were doing what they thought was right for their country even though the wars weren't fought on our soil um, and you know they, they believed they were doing it to, to help Australia and keep Australia safe. So I have only myself been to a very few areas in France and, and I must admit it was very sombering and really when you see how many thousands of names are on these incredible stone tablets it, it, it really just brings it home to you how many lives were lost over a very short period of time. So there are some wonderful programs you can do as I said, uh, Anzac Day of course each year and all these areas will have an Anzac Day service even though the battle that um, you, you might be going there to, to um, take part or remember was not on that day, on Anzac Day. So they have Anzac Day services and then they'll also have tours that are covering the period of time of which that battle was fought. So you can actually do lots of tours that cover the Anzac Day period to the Western Front and of course to Gallipoli and just to let people know 2015, which isn't that far away, will be 100 years and you can all, uh, already register your interest uh, in doing tours for them because they think it's going to be quite well patronised as you can imagine being um, the 100 years. So yes, you, you can do Gallipoli as we've mentioned, you can do the Western Front, you can do the Somme um, you can do, what else, Fromel and Posier, which have been in the news recently, of course, with the unearthing of the graves there. And there are cemeteries you can visit, of course. Um, there's even a tour that um, takes you uh, to the area of Germany where uh, it was the fall of the Third Reich in um, June to, you know, as well. And over June, July, this is going when, it, when that happened. So there's all sorts of things. And also one that goes to Greece and Crete because we forget our men were involved in so many pockets of areas of Europe. Of course, we think more France, I guess, Belgium, but there are other areas, of course, where they served and had to, had to fight hand to hand. So there's a wonderful um, website you can have a look at with this one. It's called, I'll just get the correct one for you. I think it's battlefields.com. .au, battlefields.com.au. Now, Matt McLaughlin, who runs these tours, has actually written a couple of books on uh, these areas as well, and he's a war historian, a military historian. All the programs he has will have a particular historian who's, whose knowledge is on that particular area that will accompany you on these tours. They're quite inclusive, um, and they are very different durations, uh, ranging from anything as short as like four days. I mean, you can even do a day trip out of Paris if that's all you've got to get, to the Somme, but obviously the longer you can soak up 
the area as well. And you're not just doing things that are all doom and gloom. Of course, you are still seeing beautiful areas there as well and experiencing the culture of the countries involved. So, yeah, there's so many areas that you can really go in and, and just soak up uh, what it must have been like back then and also soak up the, the wonders of today as well and the fact that we've all come through this. So, and, of course, yeah. there was World War One and World, World War Two, so largely got, fought yes, in, all Europe in Europe and other places, but there are other areas that are... Well, that, that are a little bit involved. forgotten as well, I think. Jane, um, that we don't, I guess, as much emphasis is put on them as there is on the European wars, but um, we'll talk about those next. And we're talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and today, of course, because it is the 11th of the 11th, we're looking at battlefields that Australians have been involved in, and not just in Europe. We've been in Europe, and now? Pacific. And the Pacific was, was very important in the history of wars, 1942 in particular in this area. There were so many battles being fought in the Pacific region. And, of course, that brings us very close to home. So we've got to really thank ourselves very lucky that we had the, the strong um, resources, if you like, of our own people. And we did have the help of, of course, the U.S. in, in a lot of these battles as well, the Coral Sea and so on, that, that we are still who we are. Um, Vietnam, of course, is, is one that we all remember and there's some wonderful itineraries that are taking you into Vietnam now for commemorations there and um, the Vietnam vets w- with this particular company too they do offer them a, a rebate as well if you can prove that you are a Vietnam vet and they do wonderful 15 day itineraries taking you through the whole area of Vietnam from top to bottom and quite extensive touring but you can also do um, cruising and all sorts of things you may remember Jane and um, I'm sure that our listeners do to the epic miniseries Pacific that was on and that was about all the key battlefields in, in the South Pacific area which were fought between 1942 and 44. So there is a cruise vessel, the Oceanic Discoverer, who's, it's a, a luxury rather expedition ship and it takes 72 passengers and it's doing some wonderful um, a cruise actually around this whole Pacific region of, you know, Rabaul, Papua New Guinea, um, Guadalcanal, the Solomons, Bougainville, where a lot of these wars were fought and this will be in March next year. So that's something that you might like to do if you're not interested in, you know, doing it by foot totally. If you want to do it in the luxury of a cruise vessel, that would be something lovely to do. But you're taken ashore and visited all these historic spots. Um, also, it's the 70th anniversary of, again, as we said, the Allied forces that uh, landed on the island of Guadalcanal. And that was a, a real turning point in the Pacific War. And this is um, another tour that's going to visit the actual 70th anniversary of the battle that occurred there in August um, of, of that year. So that is next year? So this is next year. It's the 70 years, yes. So there's another tour you can do that is doing that as well. It's not a cruise. It's just a nice little five-night package of that area where you fly into Honiara and go across to um, Guadalcanal. And then don't forget we've got New Guinea. I mean, the Kokoda Trail, of course. I mean, there's so many people have developed an interest in that. And, I mean, it's still hard to imagine how that battle was fought when you look at old footage or even if you know anyone that's done it the treacherous conditions and they had packs and guns and god knows what whereas you go with your porters and a day pack and Kurt Fernley I still don't know how he did it he he was just 
the most admirable person, I think, to have done it. And apparently his family couldn't even sleep near him at night because they'd often be screaming in pain because of how difficult it was for him to have achieved that, which he did. So yes, there's some wonderful tours again and cruises. There's a cruise also going into Rabaul to, to do it as well, which is on the academic Shokalsky, which is a new vessel, a Russian vessel that Aurora has that's cruising into that area. So that's another way you can do it. And of course, as we have mentioned, Kokoda. There's so many trips to Kokoda. Again, over the, um, April period, they're doing wonderful Anzac Day treks. And between April and October is probably your best time, obviously, to go to Kokoda as well, when hopefully you won't get as much rain. There's no guarantee of that, of course. And you do go quite high, so it does get quite chilly. So you do get a variation, and you do have to be fit, um, not just from a leg fit point of view, but from a breathing point of view as well. And a lot of people we know have gone probably without being as fit as they should have been to undertake that sort of trek. But also next year which was a hidden thing in Australia and hidden from us by our government for many years was the bombing of Darwin now it's the 70th anniversary of that next year as well in February and honestly there is so much information you can read on that now that we knew nothing about and was really hidden for years and years and years the loss of life and what happened in Darwin so there is a special anniversary tour in February next year for that as well visiting Darwin yes and all the sites around Darwin yes exactly and it's really quite incredible so there's so much out there and I've only touched on it Jane there there is quite a remarkable amount of interest of military interest now and there's lots of great books out there you can read Um, Paul Harms Vietnam he's just written another one released on Hiroshima and Nagasaki he writes incredible books they're extremely thick Mike Carlton's book on cruiser which is on on the the sinking of a vessel in in the Pacific War of course but yes you can get your hand on and there's another one called Somme Mud if anyone's interested in the Somme it is remarkable opens your eyes um, these are big books you need to wade through, but they do give you a lot of fantastic history. Especially and, through the muddy mud. I should hear yes, and in Kokoda too, for that matter. But, yes, yeah, sorry about the play on words there. But, yes, it, I just think it's a, a remarkable amount of interest, and if you ever can do any of these trips, you will get a lot out of it, it I'm sure. It gives you a different perspective when you're actually there and mm. thinking, this is what happened here and this is where they stood and this is yes, what they experienced. Yes, and stood under such extreme conditions, of course, as we've said, you know, with how they had to fight and the conditions they lived in. Um, yeah, they're remarkable men and women. And Sally Lucas, what's in the travel marketplace at the moment? Okay, firstly, we have been talking Pacific today, but how about a 17-night Honolulu to Sydney cruise on the 30th of September next year? And just a little interesting tidbit. Did you know the Pacific Ocean has more than 11 million square miles of dotted islands, some no larger than a suburban backyard? So there you go. Very interesting. And as we've said, a lot of them are etched in um, history and pitched battles as we know including of course Honolulu and a number of the islands we've talked about today but this is a lovely voyage that's coming from Honolulu um, through Tahiti to Papeete Morea, Bora Bora and of course you'll cross the international dateline and come across into Fiji and onto Australia. Now they've reduced the cost on this it's a new carnival cruise vessel it's about a 45% saving and you can get a lead-in fare from around $1,900 so for a 17 night cruise that's not much over a hundred dollars a day and that's for five star cruising and this on their cruise would you believe even in, in 
includes tips and gratuities, all meals and snacks, um, even ice cream and pizzas and your usual entertainment, of course, and 24-hour stateroom service, heaps of activities, fitness centre, um, pools, whirlpools, water slides, you name it. So it's got everything. So that's that's a good thing to think about if you're liking a cruise next year. Um, Vietnam, we've mentioned today as well. Wendy Wu Tours have got an Indochina Delights holiday covering Vietnam, Laos and Cambodia. And it's a 16-day fully inclusive holiday, ex-Sydney, departing on the 6th of May next year and it's under four and a half thousand dollars now this includes your return airfares all meals and accommodation transport entrance fees sightseeing escorts english-speaking guides visa fees for australian passports taxes tipping everything so again another good value for money holiday also if you're thinking adventure peregrine tours runs a whole series of adventure programs throughout the world including places like galapagos of course um, europe morocco turkey south america africa and they've got but um, if you book a holiday with them in November, you'll get 10% off any of their departures. Another little um, nice little tidbit to um, enter- entertain you to fly on to Europe is Air Mauritius is offering fly-free airfares so long as you book a six-night package um, in Mauritius on the way over and then you go on and have six nights in either Paris or London so you get a fly free there are various different prices on that check with your travel agent um, just talking singles again Jane um, Uniworld who runs a lot of the boutique river cruises throughout Europe does have certain departures where they're waiving the single supplement which is always a good thing for those sole travellers and for anyone looking for a last minute Christmas holiday they've got some wonderful cruises doing all the European holiday and Christmas markets um, you can cruise from Nuremberg to Vienna or Nuremberg, Frankfurt, Passau to Budapest, Basel to Cologne and so on. And a lot of these departures, um, they've waived the single supplement, which is great news. And also there's some discounts even for twin people on certain of these last-minute Christmas cruises. Um, Bill Peach Journeys... May, people may know them. They started out only doing one or two little trips around Australia when they first went. It's grown into a huge company now and they do these wonderful air cruises, not just around Australia, but also now they're going into um, New Zealand and even beyond that, even into Europe and different areas as well. And again, on certain departures of these, they are giving a free single uh, travel, no extra supplement. Again, you'll need to check. They are early bird offers on these, but they finish on the 15th of November. So, Jane, as always, there's lots of things out there in the marketplace. There are still some early bird deals available. A lot of them finish sometime in November, um, but do check with your travel agent. There's some wonderful deals, as we said, beautiful battlefield tools if you are interested in those battlefields. Um, there are some fabulous itineraries out there, and again, with wonderful escorts, historians that just know anything that you would want to know about that particular area you're visiting so just keep that in mind if you're interested in any of that military history thank you sally lucas thanks jane and you'll be back next friday after the one o'clock news on 2 and you are fm